This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So Ollie London is a transracial Korean. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you just said it straight up, but it's so funny. (laughs) I mean, how? How how are we discussing this? Yeah. Right? Did you see this guy's TikTok? Like, okay, so this guy's had a bunch of plastic surgery to look Korean. He doesn't even fucking look, look Korean, Korean at, at all. all. So he got this eye surgery. He looks like a he looks like a forty year old woman in Hollywood. Yeah, he's just got that fucking duck face. Yeah, you know. And then he made this TikTok where he goes Korean in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. How is everybody doing? We have our returning co-host, Ed Park VP today, everybody. Cheers. We haven't done a podcast like in three weeks. It's been a yeah. hot second. What have you been up to? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been taking physical therapy. <laughs> yeah, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. So like um, I signed up for a gym finally, right? And I'm uh-huh. like, okay. It's, it's summertime. It's it's time to start building like muscle. And, you know, I, I got a pull-up bar at home and I'm like, okay, let's do full body. And then uh, I did leg day, right? And uh, I did some squats and some Kegel exercises and stuff. And then I just felt pain, pain all over like my waist, my balls, like, yeah, everything. Like my gooch was tight as fuck. <laughs> and... So uh, I I go see a doctor who recommends me to go see a physical therapist and they're just straight up like, you know, you weren't supposed to have, you know, worked out, you know, your, your lower half there. Like you actually needed to give it rest. But I'm like, I never do like workouts though, you know? And you know, when, when we box, you can see my knees shaking because Mm. I have no balance. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, oh, I just need to strengthen my legs. But they were telling me is like due to my high stress levels, apparently, I already had these crazy tight hammies and thighs and like basically my pelvic floor, you know, and they're saying, yeah, you need to rest first. And so for like a week, I'm like laying on my back, you know, and, and not sitting for long periods or whatever. And that's why I hit you up on that Instagram live. I was like dude, what do I do if you can't do nothing? <laughs> I was getting so depressed you and just sad. cry, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's so all I could do was lay around and cry. And like, I can't be believe sad. he basically has no ass syndrome. Like that's yeah. really what it fucking is. So, uh, you know, I, I've been in, in production and I've been editing for what the last that's the worst. 16 years. Yeah. Right. So I'm just sitting for like 12 hours a day, but um, you know, apparently my, my sitting posture isn't too great, but also, you know, I'd lost a hundred pounds, 
So I have no cushion on my ass. And I guess I was just sitting on my tailbone. Jesus, dude. Yeah. So, uh, you know, through the physical therapy, I've been learning new stretches. I do yoga. You know, I have to do the roller every day mm-hmm. on my thighs. I got this new fucking mattress. I had to bring it here myself. That's fucking I, I got to take it with me everywhere. It's like, fuck, is this what getting old is? Like, That's crazy. I've never, I've never heard of that before where you like, you just develop a, a disappearing ass and then you sit <laughs> on your tailbone. That's fucking painful, dude. Yeah, it's been painful. And, you know, like, man, when, you know, you, you, there are things you got to do, like, and a lot of it requires sitting and then you got to change it up. Like, man, there was this like depression where it was like, man, I wanted to work out. I wanted to start getting big again. And, uh, you know, because of, uh, I, I'm like, you know, with keto, I was losing a lot of weight. Yeah. So I'm actually off of it now. Yeah. You know, and I've been having rice now and just staying gluten-free, not gaining weight either. Yeah. Yeah. And because I'm inactive, that's the weirdest part is how lethargic I am, but how tight my shit is. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I am getting better though. I am getting better, but then, you know, I need that Oppo Rinfree. <laughs> You? from you because i was like oh, so sad you, did you I, do you roll out too yeah yeah so i I'm, my roommate has a roller and he like hardly uses it so i just started rolling like like the, your hip flexors mm-hmm, and itb and inside my literally my ass and and that's crazy like i can feel the bumps like you know like when i have knots in my back because of yeah. stress i couldn't believe it there's like knots in my legs you know? Yeah, that shit's fucking painful, dude. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that you can do too is, um, I mean, I you know, it's kind of controversial. Well, it's not really controversial. Asian people have been doing it for a very long time, but it's like Graston, right? Graston technique is basically a gao sha guao sha. It's like a, it's a, it's an Asian technique, basically mm-hmm. where you'll see it like in uh, different modalities, like when like Vietnamese people, I think even Chinese people, they'll take a, a liquid like Tiger Balm, right. right, which kind of inflames the skin. It gets really hot. Uh-huh. Um, and then they'll scrape. Great. And so they'll scrape it with like a quarter right. or, or a spoon. And so what that does, it breaks up all your blood cells or whatever. And that bruising causes like either, listen, I'm not a scientist. This yeah. is what, right? <laughs> So somebody can write the, the the specifics of this, but basically it causes blood to go to that area and it causes it to heal. Right. So it breaks down like scar tissue or whatever. Uh-huh. And they'll do that at like physical therapy places that, pe- that people do offer it. But they do it now with a, a metal bar. Well, they'll scrape and scrape your shit up. And it, it hurts like a motherfucker, right? right. But, it, but it does help, especially like with, with uh, scar tissue. Because mm. I actually just started to um, stretch out my knee now. Because right. I, I started jogging for the first time right. in three years. And that shit's scary because I tore my knee. Right. So when you tear your knee, like you have this, this mental block. Like I cannot tear that shit again. Because when I tore mm-hmm. my knee, I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I had to sit on my ass and just cry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to sit yeah. there and just cry every day. Like I couldn't do anything. Yes. Yeah, when, you're, when you're trying to be active, right? But yeah. you, now just because of anything you can't control, you're just, have, you have to be physically inactive. Yeah. So it's like, and it was stretching. Like I, I had to stretch my knee. It yeah. hurts so fucking bad. It still hurts now, yeah. but I had to stretch that shit all the time. It's night and day. Like before I go jog, if I don't stretch, I, I literally can't jog. Right. But if I stretch it out, I start doing my, my physical therapy stuff for it, then I could jog no pain. Right. But if I don't do that, it's fucking painful, which is so weird. Yeah. And like, I <laughs> did I didn't fucking tell Mariel this, but you know, it's been so fucking hot lately, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's hot, we're in pandemic. 
I haven't really cared to dress in pants, clothes, or anything. Because why? What's the fucking purpose? Yeah. Where are we going? Yeah. Right? Well, when you, I already didn't wear clothes in general. As it is, <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, now it's just gotten worse. Like, yeah. now I'm just in my boxers in the house all the time. Doesn't fucking matter. I'm butt naked 24 yeah. fucking 7. Even some of the ads here, like, people are like, why aren't you wearing a shirt? It's like, I don't know. Like, I yeah. just don't. I'm in my house. Yeah. Fuck. This is the worst this is probably one of the most mortifying experiences that's ever happened to me. So recently, uh, Barbell Brigade, shout out to them. Um, they sent me uh, these shorts. They're called their amphibious shorts. Right. They're light gray. Very fucking light. Feels like you're wearing absolutely nothing at all. Feels really fucking yeah, good. I, I should get a pair. Yeah. Problem is, they also feel just like my boxers. Right? Okay. So, <laughs> I was at the gym and the gym that I go to opened up a sauna. Right. So before you go into the sauna, you have to uh, switch out your clothes because you're going to soak through the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I, you know, got a new pair of boxers, new shorts, new everything, whatever, whatnot. Right. I go into the sauna. I sweat it all out. I switch out the clothes. I go out. I have to go to the grocery store. So I go into the grocery <laughs> store. Right. <laughs> and I'm walking outside and I'm like, damn, these fucking shorts feel like I'm wearing nothing at all. Yeah. Right. Bro, I, I didn't realize I was in my boxers. <laughs> in public. <laughs> I went to the fucking grocery store in my boxers, went through the whole shit, got everything I fucking needed, checked out, and I was in my fucking boxers in the whole fucking grocery store. Oh my god! I had no fucking idea. But then I did realize people were fucking staring at me yeah. until after I was in the car. <laughs> You're like, damn, these barbell were great. You know, shorts, shorts are, are amazing. amazing. They, got a, like, <laughs> they got a dick hole and everything. Yeah. So I, could I was like, I gotta do a story for them. Yeah. I went into the fucking grocery store in my fucking boxers and a shirt. Dude, that's terrible. <laughs> I can never go back in there. And nobody fucking said anything. Oh my God. I had no idea. Shout outs to Barbell Brigade, you fucking sons of bitches <laughs> for making such a comfortable shorts. And the only reason why I got away with it is because I was wearing a long tee. So, and right. I, I, it looks kind of looks like running shorts because they're, uh, they're, they're looser boxers. They're not like the tight, like athletic boxer. Yeah. So I think I got away with it and people weren't sure if they wanted to approach me yeah. because they were a little longer and I was wearing a long tee. So you couldn't see the dick hole. <laughs> Fuck, man. Man. It was a Vons in Pasadena. I will never yeah, you can't go back. ever go back in there, dude. <laughs> There's fucking children there. There's fucking Oh my every, gosh. I had no fucking idea. Well, speaking of exposing yourself in front of children, mm. did you hear about this shit at Wee Spa? Oh my god. So listen. Alright, so what is Wee Spa? We should talk so, about. So okay. If you guys don't know, current people love getting naked in front of each other. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good premise. <laughs> yeah, so we just, we just, we don't really give a fuck, right? So, we spot is a sauna or a sauna. You go in there, it's like a whole experience. You have the 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 hot tub, right. you have cold water, you have the 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 sauna, the earth room, the stone room, where literally it's clay beads. Yeah. And it's supposed to do a de detoxifying thing. Um, you could actually sleep at we Spa. And it's like one of the most more more commercialized uh, locations where you can do a Korean yeah. sauna experience. It's like 25 bucks a, a day. Mm -hmm. Like you can be there as long as you want. 24-7. Right? Yeah. So like um, if you kind of, if just to get uh, some more premise in there, like going to a sauna is so regular in Korean culture, right? It's not a class thing. It's like rich, poor, whatever. Like people go to, it's like a public bathhouse, yeah. right? But the way it is, it's like you go through the lobby and then there's a, the men's locker room and the women's locker room. And each of them have, yeah, the lockers, then you get buck naked. And then each of them have, like I said, a jacuzzi, showers, 
um, what do you call it? A demiro, where the, the, someone mm-hmm. like scrapes off your dead skin, um, all that stuff. And then um, you can go up stairs, and there's different levels where there's now community space. Well, I mean, you get dressed up. They give you uh, a robe. Their clo- yeah, yeah. A robe or their shirts and shorts, yeah. a towel. And then um, that second level, there's like a, you know, a massage parlor, there's a restaurant, there's a mana check bang, there's a PC bang, you know, and then there's just this community space where people watch TV. Like they love watching the World Cup there. Yeah. They love watching Dodgers game. There's a Korean pitcher, you know. Um, yeah. And then there's just different levels of public space. But that first floor is like, you know, men's and women. But last weekend, um, there was some controversy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did you read into all of that? So I saw the video, right? And I didn't, because I looked at it so early, I didn't see a lot of the stuff that came out after it. Right. But I did watch a few videos where it's, 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 so basically we're just going to put it out right now. What, what, what it was about. There was a man who is, uh, he is transgender or transsexual. I don't know the discrepancy. I, th- I believe it's trans. He doesn't have the, the, the surgery done though. No. Yeah. Right. So still has a male genitalia. He identifies as a woman. Yes. And he considers. Or she identifies yes, as yes, a woman. Uh, she identifies <laughs> as a woman. Yeah. We're, by the way, full disclosure, we're new to this. We're yeah. going to get the pronouns wrong. We're yeah. Gonna, yeah. So she identifies as a woman, but has male genitalia right? Decides that she is going to go into the female sauna. Yeah. She exposes herself to not only women, but, but young kids. Yeah. Has full male genitalia. Yeah. So a lady recorded the situation and she flipped out. Now her issue with it, from what I was seeing in the video, she was like, I mean, whether, whether or not she believes, you know, people can be a, a man or a woman outside of their traditional gender roles or whatever, whatnot. I don't know if that's the case, but she was very upset because he exposed himself to little girls. Yeah. It was a nine-year-old and a 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is the, the women's section of the place. So I guess the situation was he went to the lobby and he said, I identify as female or as a woman. Mm-hmm. And because of California state law, like we spa can't discriminate against them and was like okay like they just had to yeah let her go through the women's area and yeah from i guess digging in like what she was saying like complaining to the lobby is those poor you know employees at we spot like they don't know what the fuck is going on yeah, man. That, so i guess um she came in and started undressing and this woman was there with her daughter and he just pulled his, or she just pulled her pants down. With <laughs> this her is such a weird thing penis. to say. She pulled her pants down and whipped out her dick. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, pretty much that's what really, I, I mean, this, this is not me being hyperbolic. This, this is literally is what just, happened. This is new to us. This is like, so, I mean, the culture today is going to tell us what's wrong with that. But then for us, like, what would we do really? I yeah. mean, what if this woman's reaction is her valid reaction was just that her daughter has never seen a penis before yep right and that's her complaint like he look when i go to Wii spot too and i see some kids around i'm gonna go around the corner you know i'm not gonna fucking slang my shit around yeah you know and the best i can do is like you're gonna see my crack yeah you know apparently this guy you know full frontal just pulled it down in front of this child you know and this this guy this woman 
Yeah, I guess the idea in her head is like, this is the new normal. What's There's nothing wrong with this. It is just genitalia, you know, women or, or men or whatever. And so I guess that was the problem amongst some of the, the customers there. Like there was multiple people who went out to complain to the lobby. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting too, because when I was watching the video, there was a guy saying, I don't find a problem with this either. Yeah. Right. Which... Okay, this is this is the weird part for me, right? So I remember specifically on, on a JK News, right? Yeah, where people were bringing up this slippery slope argument. Um, this is when these when um, trans rights and stuff were a, a very hot topic, and it was brand new, and we were talking about this, and I thought it was ridiculous for somebody to bring up the slippery slope argument. Yeah, right. And I I can't remember which episode it was, whether it was a side conversation, I, but I do believe it was on camera. But we were talking about how people bring up these ridiculous examples of human beings that are going to walk into a sauna and just whip out their dick. Yeah. And it fucking happened. Yeah. And now I look like a fucking dumbass. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I was, I'm like, oh, hold on a second. And the fact that this is uh, an argument, somebody might have to explain this to me because it's, I don't understand. I'm not, I don't think anybody here is arguing or saying that you can't identify as a woman. Yeah. I don't think anybody gives a fuck. Specifically in California, I yeah. think a majority of us don't give a fuck what you identify with. You right. can identify with a fucking dinosaur egg if you want. Now you say I'm yeah. a dinosaur egg. I'm like, all right, Yoshi, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, I don't give a fuck. But yeah. I do have a problem when you expose your male genitalia to young women when IE for one, that kid never seen male genitalia before. Mm-hmm. Parents never had the conversation with them about it. And for that person to make a stance that this is the norm. No, that's the norm for you right now. Yeah. It might be, be the norm maybe 10, 15 years from now, but that's not how it is now. Well, I mean, it started with the bathroom situations, right? Yeah. Where even then I was like, yeah, let them use the women's bathroom because they're not there to be fucking a degenerate pedophile whatever no i don't believe that either they need to use the bathroom Mm -hmm. right so they should have the right to use the bathroom and so when these bathroom laws started coming up what happened they made all gender neutral bathrooms right Mm -hmm. so they made they facilitated for these situations right how are you going to ask we spot to make a all gender neutral locker room yeah a, a gender neutral sauna like they've only it's been built there for years yeah you have two spots yeah right and so i see the problem was that they were like oh then we'll enact the law and then it'll things will work itself out but it's like no it's not the same as just bathrooms at all you yeah. know this is a situation where you expose yourself you know yeah. this is a very tight cultural thing this is a level of comfortability for a lot of people you know because you're not in the bathroom just taking everything off mm-hmm. you know you're in your stalls yeah you know and you do your business and you go it's gonna take a minute or two at max yeah and and, and the thing is too it's like i think for me when i think about it and i'm also trying to be careful with the things that i say because I'm not, I'm not trying to be dismissive of how anybody feels yeah but at the same time i'm not i'm not bringing up religion into this i'm not talking about you know re- like religious abominations we're not i don't give no, a fuck about any of that, about shit. that. Yeah, i don't give a fuck we're trying to look towards the future yeah. we're trying to find a solution yeah the problem being this was a fucking shit show yeah right? it was fucking nuts and so what happened uh, a day after was that there was a, a minor protest at first right mm-hmm. there were there were people boycotting we spa yeah now albeit some of the people that were boycotting we spa were probably not the best representation to represent this matter because yeah. it was a religious thing for yeah. a lot of people there were the the people who are even at like at movie theaters, at concerts, at the street corners, but those signs like repent or burn in hell. Mm-hmm. It was those types of people that exactly. were protesting in front of Weasel. And it was not. And here's the thing too. 
if we want to go ahead and talk about the idea of protest, right? Peaceful protesting, I'm all about it. I don't have to agree with what you say, mm-hmm. but that's the that's the part about being an American in a country that's supposedly supposed to be free. Yeah, You are allowed to protest. You are allowed to um, say how you feel as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to go ahead and, you know, be a dumbass and, you know, bring up your little sticks or whatever and say some stupid shit, but you're doing, you're not touching people, you're not being aggressive towards people, and that's what it is, you can disagree with it all you want. Well, this situation got a lot worse because- yeah. Really fucking worse. It always gets worse. Yep. Anti-protesters came out. And uh, apparently from what people are reporting, it's Antifa people. Yes, right? it was Antifa. And, straight up. you know, some people are saying like, oh, how do you know? Well, they had the symbols and everything. Like if you look at the photos, clearly they are Antifa. Yeah, they this were is, all blacked out. Mm-hmm. They were covering their faces. Yeah, they this were is not an opinion. Organized. They yeah. were Antifa. Right. Yeah. Which is also not a great representation of people who are more liberal. Right. <laughs> right. So you have two people on extreme sides that are re- representing a very sensitive matter that are too far left and too far right. Yeah. Right. They come together. What the fuck is going to happen? People are going to clash. Now, yeah. the weird thing that happened, especially like in California. Right. I think everybody is so scared of hurting people or or doing something wrong on, on in the in a social sense that even the cops are now fucked up right yeah there are clear videos of antifa protesters going up to these other people who are protesting and once again this is not me agreeing with those protesters at all but people have a right to protest as long as they're not fucking shit up and they're not being aggressive and hurting people yeah well antifa comes in and they start fucking these people up dude they were socking him in the face they were tearing down their stuff. they're ripping their shit up they're stealing their like sunglasses and shit spraying each other with pepper spray Mm -hmm. it got violent it It turned into a riot extremely violent and the crazy thing is as i'm watching these videos these people who are in antifa right anti-fascist is what it's shortened for right uh it's the longer version of what antifa is they're recording it as if what they're doing is okay. Yeah. They go, can you believe these fuckers? They sock them in the face. It's like, well, yeah. hold on a second. When did this become okay, right? Yeah. And I think I'm really disappointed when the cops came in. There was a video of this Asian dude, right? Mm. And he has like this rooftop Korean Yeah, I saw shirt that on, one too. Right? This girl comes in and kicks him in the fucking nuts, yeah. right? He pushes away and swings his bottle at her. Right. Oh, hits her, right hits her in the, the fucking head. head. Yeah. And you hear the people on Antifa going like, can you believe this guy hit a woman? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? What? Yeah. I was watching like, dude, these fucking idiots. Like you, you fucking manipulative, terrible, terrible people. Manipulative like, is a really yeah. good word for them. It's just like, what are you fighting for? So I, I was looking at it kind of just trying to step out of the box. Look, look at it as if it's in a jar. And, you know, these right-wing protesters weren't exactly protesting We Spa, though. They weren't protesting the business. They were adamantly, vehemently calling transgender people, like, abominations. Yes. Sinners. And that they're burning in hell. And then pointing everything towards God and Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And so, in their head was just, like, keep family safe. Keep the children safe. In their head is that they think they're helping we spot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> By the way, none of them were Korean. Yeah. Right. And then you see Antifa. What are they prote- protesting? Like, you know, yes, transgender rights. You guys are bigots. And da 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 da. You know, everybody should be allowed to go to this business. So none of them are actually protesting we spot. But who loses? We spot. Exactly. Nobody fucking wins in the end. All that. Right? All, like I said, it was the worst representation about a matter 
about a very sensitive subject from two extreme sides that had no yeah. solution to it. It was people coming through to fuck somebody else up. And there was somebody and there was a group of people who were religiously pious that didn't give a fuck about the actual problem at hand. Yeah. It was an adult that exposed male genitalia to a bunch of women yeah. and children, right? Yeah. That's where the issue becomes at hand. But these people weren't even thinking about that. They were thinking about you guys, you, you, let me tell you something, you little faggots are going to burn yeah, in hell. You little fucking sinners and abominations, you sodomites, all you are going to fucking burn. Yeah. And these people come through, it's like, well, it's all about trans rights. It's like, that's not even the subject of matter either. And so no. you think it's okay for you guys to come through and just start beating the shit out of people. Like yeah. I, and, and the cops just watched. They right. literally just watched. And, and then like towards the end, fucking Antifa got a dumpster and lit it on fire. Like, how was that helping anyone? <laughs> there was a fucking burning dumpster. They put it in the middle of the street. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Save the earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Transgenders have rights like us. <laughs> and like burn a dumpster. What the fuck is that going to yeah. do? And there's, there, there, you know, as society, whatever, you know, depending on anybody's opinion, you know, progresses or degresses or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a gray area that has to be uh, accounted for, right? Yeah. The weird thing is, is people don't care about the adjustment period. Yeah. They just want things to change right now. But that's a, so here's the thing though, the law against uh, discriminating against transgender people was two steps ahead of what society is ready for or yeah. what businesses are ready for. Now let's take it way back uh, towards the, um, towards segregation, right? where there was segregated water fountains, segregated restaurants, segregated buses, all of this, right? Here's the thing, all of those things were facilitated to accommodate everyone. Yeah, It was just a man-made rule to separate them. But once that law came to pass, everybody could ride the same bus. Everyone can drink from the same fountain. Everyone can be in the same restaurant. It's not like, oh, this law passed, now I have to build a second restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It wasn't like that. The problem with this law, you know, I'm trying to be careful with my language too, is that, yeah, it is two steps ahead because, you know, how do you not discriminate against transgenders at a spa where you're supposed to be naked? You yeah. know, when there, nothing facilitates that so far, except telling people you need to accept this now, Yeah. you know? And so now what we got to wait for society to be like, you know, oh, it's okay to look at dicks, you know, it's yeah. okay to look at, you know, uh, this. so, I mean, I had to look at another way too. If I was in the male locker room, right, and Elliot Page came in, you know, and then started undressing, I wouldn't have a problem with it, I was thinking, you know? And I, I had to check myself then if if I was a woman and I saw, you know, a lady with, with a penis coming out, would I have a problem with it? Or would I have to be like, well, that's that's society now? You know, I had to think I about it I would have too. a problem with it if my son was there. Right. That's, that's exactly, that was, that's probably the biggest thing for me. Right. I think that, but, but there's this also this discrepancy in what makes a woman safe versus what makes a guy safe. Right. Right. And I think that's a lot of stuff that people tend to ignore. Mm -hmm. It's like when we, when we flip the script on ourselves, right. I think the issue that maybe uh, women can probably chime in on this too. It's a matter of safety, Mm -hmm. right? It's how safe do we feel? Do I feel safe as a, as a 215 pound Korean dude that boxes? Yeah. That when a woman comes in naked, is something going to happen to me? Absolutely not. No. The worst thing that's going to happen to me is my dick's going to get hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to get a little awkward. And you'll be like, hmm, I'm discovering something new about myself. Yeah. <laughs> right? 
and that's that's my fear yeah right when a woman and i feel that when women are in a locker room right and this person too let's just say in this scenario the guy is or the woman is actually not a transgendered person Mm -hmm. and this person is i don't know a pervert right i'm not saying that's what it is but this is what people might feel right right there's a level of safety involved does, do these women feel comfortable and safe with a man walking in and exposing his genitalia? Yeah. I think gender-wise, when we're talking about in, this in terms of like heter- heterosexual construct, I'm not scared of a woman coming in naked into my into my spot. Yeah. The only thing I'm concerned is that if you are a full-grown woman, naked as fuck, and then my child who's like five years old sees a, a naked woman, yeah. and then he has to go ahead and you know think about these feelings before I even had a conversation about how he feels about this. Yeah. That's where it becomes a little different, you know? So we got to take this with like a grain of salt because we weren't there obviously you know um but by the account of the people who are complaining was that he was standing right next to these children and exposed or she was yeah she yeah yeah, and exposed her penis yeah right and this other part is also just hearsay because it was off of off of a yelp review about vspa um i don't know if you read this where um a woman wrote how she recognized this person like she, she's seen her before you know um it's only that last week where it just came to a head and it was just this huge problem where a lot of other women there um has seen her before and left her alone and didn't have a problem with her but in her account or review so this granted so this is hearsay this is all alleged yeah that this woman would just talk to other women right next to them in the showers and just have conversations. But what she would talk about would be like, yeah, I still have sex with other women. You know? Yeah. I I still date women. Yeah. I've had sex with so many other women, you know, those kind of things. And it was just like, uh, okay. Or whatever. Yeah. And I guess that's where they were saying like this person, like this individual myself is like, um, I guess what I had to really think about was just, the fact that this became a problem because this was this this individual act, mm. you know. And for me, it kind of just screams like the Fallon Fox situation. Yeah. That uh, transgender MMA fighter. Yeah. Where it was just a load of narcissism. Mm-hmm. It was just a load of what about me? And now I want an opportunity. Now I should get my chance. Now, yeah. you know, this is me and like forcing her upon you know like acceptance yeah be like now you, you gotta accept me and putting themselves in this situation for this to happen yeah you know so that's where i was like you know it seemed like there wasn't a problem until this specific situation yeah where they weren't mindful of the people around them it was no fuck you i'm me kind of mm-hmm. thing right yeah and i think that's where That's the adjustment period where it's like... This podcast is brought to you by Skillshare, my friends. Skillshare is something that I use all the time. Is there something that you have out there that's a hobby or maybe it's even a side hustle that you want to work on? Well, you don't know where to get that information and you don't have good mentors to teach you how to do the things you want. Well, guess what? Sign up for Skillshare. They have everything that you need for that skill that you want, baby. So what is Skillshare exactly? Skillshare is an online community that offers 
membership with meaning. It's way more affordable than in-person classes. These online communities allow you to learn at your own pace however you want. It's something that I really enjoy. I am taking a course right now by Marcus Brownlee, one of my favorite creators on YouTube that teaches me how to script and rewrite all my stuff on YouTube. And I've been doing this for a long time, but it's always great to learn from people who are doing it better than me because it's all about sharpening my skills on Skillshare. So explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash brain and get a one month free trial of premium membership. That's one month of a premium membership at Skillshare.com slash brain. You're forcing people to accept this when it is just so new. You know, yeah. no one has an education on this. Yeah. Nobody knows how they're supposed to accept it. Well, it happened a, a while back too, where we were on a Just Kidding News and there was somebody in the trans community at the time, and this was like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. right? Where um, I think a lot of these topics or subjects in terms of what trigger words are and, you know, what words specifically as descriptors are offensive, wasn't really known to a lot of people. Yeah. Even people in California, as quote unquote progressive it is here, yeah. right? And we said the word tranny. Right. right. I had no fucking idea, and none of us on JK News knew that tranny was an offensive term. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I remember that. I had no fucking idea. And this person went on this tirade about how we're anti-trans. We don't respect people. It's like, well, hold on a second. All you could have said was, hey, tranny is actually an offensive term to people yeah. in my community. So be a little careful. You know what we just said? Oh shit, I had, we had no idea, right. I'm sorry. But instead, like that adjustment period is also important, right? Mm-hmm. Because people just don't know, right? And also too, when people do things, sometimes they forget that this world is a lot bigger than the city that they live in, mm. right? How you feel about what happens here in LA, people are gonna feel different about that in Louisiana, Texas, Florida, I don't know, Delaware, Colorado, who, wherever the fuck it is, yeah. whatever state or city that you live in. And so, there is an adjustment period. There's a part where you do have to explain this. They go, well, I'm tired of explaining. Well, guess what? A lot of the stuff that you are afforded right now in terms of freedoms and stuff like that was happened because there was other people who are also tired of explaining their shit all the time, but they had to do it in order for you to have the life that you live, right? That's that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You if, you if you really do care, then you do have to be a pioneer and you do have to go ahead and allow people to learn. Because yeah. if not, if you just start attacking people, people will shut down. When have you ever cared to listen to somebody when somebody screams at you? Right. Nobody. Because the other end of that would, would be their emotional response was like, fuck you, I've been using that word my whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, like the, there was a situation um, with uh, people in uh, Georgia and Florida, like S- South Florida, I guess, specifically, mm-hmm. where uh, the word gook means something totally different to yeah. them out there. It's it's more or less, oh, you're a loser, you're a gook. Yeah. You know, and they had no idea it was a derogatory term for like Asians or Koreans. Yeah. Right. And then um I think you had a Twitter interaction too or with someone who was just like, oh, I didn't know well, I'll stop using it now, I guess. Yeah, right? well there it was, was just that simple. It was that that boxer kid uh uh Actually, I don't even know what he does, but he was the one that boxed uh, Logan Paul. Mm. Oh, no, Logan Paul or Jake Paul. Uh, it was uh, KSI. KSI. And one of his wrongs, he was calling people gooks. But I guess <laughs> over there, it means the same thing. It doesn't mean an Asian person. It means yeah. like a loser. But I was like, the fuck? I'm still going to be offended by that shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then people were like, you don't fucking know anything. That means a loser. I was like, oh, so... You, you could say that about the N-word too. Yeah. You could say that about just about anything. You'd be like, oh, to us, it means this or whatever. That's cool. And then that, then that becomes, like I said, a self-centered 
kind of idea is just like my freedom, my, what it means to me and my individualist or whatever. But um, there's a thing about being part of this country and this melting pot is that, man, as a society, as a whole, there's a whole lot of cooperation that needs to go through. But we're just so naturally tribalist. I I wonder too, when somebody says like, when, you know, when these people who are on Antifa, right, which I do generally believe that a majority of them just like to be angry and this is their reason just to fuck people up. That's just who they are. Yeah. They come through, right? And they, and they scream these words like trans are, this is what a lot of people do. They go trans are people too, right? Right. Nobody's saying that they're not. Yeah. But they'll use these trigger phrases and words to make the situation a lot worse than it is and make people feel a certain way about stuff, even though that is not the issue at hand. Yeah. So they'll say key, hot shit like that, like you need to start treating tr- uh, people in the transgender community as humans. Nobody is arguing that. Yeah. yeah. Like who's arguing that? Because now they're putting the precedent that, oh, you are a bigot. Exactly. You're automatically bigot. You've been a bigot your whole life. Mm-hmm. It's know? as stupid as this. It's like, dude, I fucking hate ramen. So you fucking want to kill Japanese people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a proper right. equivalency. Right. That is what they do really, really well. They yeah. like to fuck shit up like that, right? People do these false equivalency shit all the time. You see it on Twitter, social media, and YouTube. And now people are doing it in person. It's fucking insane. Like you can't have some, those two things are not the fucking same. And that's the weird part about it, right? And so when they hear this stuff, like I wonder why, maybe somebody can clarify this too. Is it not a general consensus that an adult who has male genitalia shouldn't expose it to children? Or is there a fat group of people who are like, there's no absolute, no no problem whatsoever. Right. I should be able to walk outside and show my dick to a little girl. Right. Because that's really what it is. Now, now, where's the line? Like, even with these separate locker rooms, it is like a fine line of respecting one another. Yeah, they're still harassing rules. another, you yeah. know? Even in a men's locker room, I don't want some stranger, like s- cisgender male, swinging his dick in my face. Yeah. There's still a level of respect and rules like, yo, you're harassing me, you know? And I guess that was the issue was like, this guy was like, you know, just putting himself out or herself out there, you know, just in front of children. As if it's supposed, as if it's a societal standard that everybody is going to understand, you know, there's a little bit of grace that people have to have when it comes to these situations. It's a very, very sensitive topic. It's weird, man. But this is the stuff too, where just like, am I, do I need to fucking move out of this city? (laughs) What the fuck is going on? Right. Now you just need a gender neutral sauna. Yeah. You know, someone's going to have to put up the money to do that. Now yeah. the businesses have to come up with that because these saunas don't facilitate for these things. Yeah. You know, actually my, um, my ex actually told me this story. She used to work at a sauna in, uh, in the East coast. And she told me a situation where this, uh, trans woman came in, um, and was just upfront, like I'm transgender and I want to use the women's locker room. And she was like, well, <laughs> one second, you know, and just kind of saw what would happen. Like they're, they're just going to might be a shit show. She's like, no, I have the right to go to the women's locker room. I am a woman. And she had to think fast. was like, well, we actually have private saunas, you know, luckily that where it costs double. There is usually meant for couples or mm-hmm. whatever. Or, or, and, and instead of charging her double, it was like, we'll charge you just, you know, this the half fee, you know, and, and you can use the private space, you know, you can have a tub all to yourself. You can have all of these facilities all to yourself, you know, so it, it doesn't disrupt, you know, the mm-hmm. other customers, 
you know, and she was like reluctantly took it. But then after she, she got naked, she came out and was st- naked walking around like saying, no, I'm supposed to go in the women's locker room and was making a fuss. And she had to like get up and like to block her and whatever and was like calling her a bigot and all these things. And she, she was just there to start some shit. Yeah. All of this does is causing conflict. All of this did was just make it a terrible situation for everyone but her, you know. It's it's weird. It, like I like I was saying before, it seems like the 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 people that get highlighted in these communities, right? Yeah. Whether it's you know, and any kind of hot topic, it's always people who are on the extreme end. Yeah. It's never somebody who can sit there and explain their position in a way that'll help people understand. Yeah. It's always somebody who does something that's very self serving. Yeah. Right. It's like making a scene, getting super angry. I mean, well, how different would it have been if they had a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And then maybe, I don't know what the outcome would have been, but it would have helped out in a, in a, in a better way, yeah. right? Where a conversation can lead to a better understanding. Yeah. And a lot of people who are highlighted in the media, highlighted in the news, aren't people of those communities, yeah. you know? And, and it kind of sucks. Cause we all eat like even in our situation, right? Like I say this about Asian American shit. It's like the most, the people who are so outspoken and so gung ho about shit are the people I fucking hate. <laughs> it's like, I do not want you representing my community. Yeah, You're I, a fucking trash bag. Yeah. I don't like some of the people or some of the, you know, Instagram pages that just seem to represent all Asian. It's yeah. just like, that's not what we're about either. Bro, if I, if I, listen, I ain't no fucking snitch. You know what I mean? But I'll tell you this, man. If I told people online, half of these fucking Asian celebrities who who are using this Asian uh, Asian hate stuff yeah. just as a platform to get their voice out so they can book more auditions and have get, get a bigger following, oh, yeah. you wouldn't even fucking believe it. Because I already know 80% of people out there who are even listening to this could probably fall into this too. Yeah. Right. I'm not 80%. That's a little high. Maybe like yeah. half. Right. <laughs> and I understand. Right. I get it. But like, I'll just get, I'm not going to say this name, but there was a, a very popular Asian celebrity yeah. that we all know. And I'm pretty sure all you guys know, um, had to do a PSA for this Asian American thing, right? It was filmed. There was a group of people, everything for it, right? Yeah. Um, this person is very, very much in the forefront about um, uh, how society today basically uh, demasculates uh, a lot of Asian men mm-hmm. and how media and how social media even go ahead and, you know, let makes Asian men seem to be inferior and weak. It's been sprouting, the spouting about the shit for fuck and ever. Yeah. Right. Um, especially when the Asian hate stuff came on, he started putting it on even more. Now this person gets called to do this PSA. Now I've heard about this through multiple people that were also on this project with this person. Yeah. And he decided not to put this video out and they were wondering why <laughs> uh-huh. and they found out it's because he wasn't one of the top build people in the group of people who did this oh, great because he didn't come on first or Exa- something literally that's what it oh, was my god and decided that this person wasn't going to promote it jeez oh, this is how ridiculous people are yeah. in their social justice shit a lot of that stuff is self-serving and it doesn't go anywhere it's not about him it's not it's not about me yeah so fuck it 
Exactly. What? It's about other Asians too? <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying. People, He's probably saying, stop my hate. You know, mm-hmm. stop you from hating me, yeah. not the Asian community. Yeah. Like, what do you think shit. cancel culture is about, right? You think a, lo- a majority of cancel culture is about stopping stuff that's an injustice? Or do you think it's about the individual that gets their fucking jollies off of canceling somebody because they feel a certain level of power that they got to cancel somebody? Yeah. I have that power. Tomorrow, you won't get to eat, feed your family. You can't make a single paycheck. I did that shit. I did this. I was at the forefront of this. It's so self-serving. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, I I see a lot of people jumping on it. Like, you know, like I said, all those people I went to church with who didn't do a goddamn thing about me posting every week of my assaults, of the harassment I was getting and all these things. They didn't give a shit. But then when the hashtag stop Asian hate started going on, all of a sudden they're posting all about it. And I was getting pissed off like, yo, you guys didn't even stand up for me. But now that it's popular, you guys, you know, are are out there on it. And like when it's a trend, I start seeing it as people who are trying to find a purpose in their life now. Yeah. You know, like the whole thing with me going out to like Iraq or Haiti and Japan and doing these missions was because at a young age, I was looking for this purpose in my life. And I found it in going out into the world and Mm -hmm. quote, making disciples and quote, like doing humanitarian work. And I was putting all of that passion into that. Well, a lot of people don't get that in, in their young part of their lives. But then when all of society are now jumping on the, the train of this, they're like, that's it. This is it. This is the meaning of life. This is how I can actually do something about it. And then, but then what, what are they doing in reality? Just hashtag something. Well, exactly. Like, yeah. and I, I've, I've had a roast people in comments who came at me. They're like, what are you doing for the community? I was like, do you know who the fuck I am? Yeah. Or what have you been doing for the, for past, the past 12, 15, 20 years? Seriously. Who the fuck are you? It's yeah. like, you literally just came on the scene because now it's really cool to do it. Now you don't have to take shit for it. Yeah. I had to take those fucking bullets in order for you to do this stuff. Yeah. So because I don't do it on your schedule, suddenly you get to go ahead and pipe up towards me. Sit the fuck down. You don't get to say shit. No, it's because they feel like they have a purpose now, right? Yeah. They feel empowered. Oh, now I can show up David so. Yeah. Because he ain't doing shit. Like they, what? <laughs> they love the power. They yeah. want they want that little fucking Pokemon uh, fucking uh, badge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they took the gym leader down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did it, you know? Yeah, it's like, but he's one of your own kind, motherfucker. <laughs> You're on the same team. Exactly. You know? It, and this is, this. It, the funny thing is, and I've, I've wrote about this too, it really feeds into the idea. They don't even understand. It feeds into the idea and that negative stereotype that Asian people are weak. Because yeah. instead of going ahead and attacking people, or confronting people who really do need to be confronted because that's an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. You rather do it to people who look just like you because it's more acceptable because it's comfortable. So it makes you look weak. <laughs> yeah. You are feeding into our stereotype. Like, and that's why it's this podcast is brought to you by purple. My friends, are you sleeping on a piece of crap every day? That's because you don't have a purple mattress and you don't have purple products. I feel sad for you. In fact, I hate your filthy guts. If you want me to like you, you have to cop yourself a purple mattress or a purple pillow or a purple seat cushion, whatever gets you to feel really good. Now, I have been sleeping on a bag of crap for a majority of my life until I had my purple matches. We're talking about technology with the grid that keeps you nice and cool at night because your boy sleeps hot. We're talking about conforming to your nooks and your crevices in your body to make your back feel good. A majority of your hours are actually spent sleeping, my friends. That's seven to eight hours every day for the rest of your life, so you might as well be comfortable while you 
do it. So my Genius Brain listeners, Purple is comfort reinvented. Right now, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Go to purple.com slash brain10 and use promo code brain10. That's purple.com slash brain10. Promo code brain10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Purple.com slash brain10. Promo code brain10. Terms apply. It's all this false sense of justice. It's all, it's not fucking real, especially if it's on social media, you know, because you're not actually creating anything. You're not actually making any real steps. Instead, you're talking to a guy with a bigger platform and saying, you're not doing enough. Yeah. Motherfucker, what are you doing? Yeah. Besides attacking somebody who's going through the same shit that you're going through. Yeah. Like, how the fuck does that make you a better person, man? It's it's just a weird space to be in, man. Like, I, I, I'm... I'm not saying that all activism is completely self-serving. There's a lot of people doing a lot of great stuff, but it is a trend. And I think that a lot of people can agree that we have been seeing. So sometimes people get sick of seeing it all the time where we, we see so much self-righteousness. We see so much like patting themselves on the back. It it deters me from wanting to be a part of that group. Mm. Right. Because now I don't even know why people are doing it. It's like, do you actually care? Yeah. Right? I'm not saying that you have to go out there and protest too, but a lot of the stuff that we're doing is easier just to do it online and do a hashtag than actually going ahead and being a part of the solution, Yeah. right? No matter what that is, I don't have to go ahead and post every time I have a conversation about somebody who says something that was extremely offensive to me. I just go ahead. I just went ahead and dealt with it on the spot. Yeah. And that's it. And I try to change that person's mind. I don't have to go ahead and have a megaphone and shout it out to everybody about every single fucking good deed that I did. Yeah. I just have to go ahead and enact positive change. That's it. It just, ex- it exposes internet warriors yeah. because it, it really enables the people to have the power to actually type something. <laughs> yeah. Now I can say this out loud. Are you really actually saying it? Like you said, are you actually confronting that you know, shitty coworker who's always asking you for soy sauce, which yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had, man, like uh, one of my old jobs, holy shit, like three people came to me at my desk, like, hey, do you have any soy sauce? What the fuck? Why would I have soy sauce at my desk? You know, that kind of shit. What and the I fuck? feel do you like have mayonnaise on you, bitch. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'd confront and actually do something about it then and there, you know, when something racist is fucking happening, actually standing up for something, except people kind of get at a loss for words when they actually have to confront somebody. It's like, man, you guys need some fucking practice. Yeah. You know, this typing it out and, and saying your thoughts is is not real. It's still ones and zeros. It's all information in the matrix. It's just on the internet. Yeah. You know? People's social acuity has gone down a lot, um, especially because of pandemic. So all these bad habits that we had of being antisocial, not bad habits, let's say um, not practicing a habit that could be beneficial for us in the future in terms of being like personally, yeah. uh, being personable has dwindled so much because now people didn't have to be. It's worse now. Like I've talked about this even when I was doing the Instagram lives, these kids are dealing with these issues of kind of re-socializing. Yeah. They don't know how to do it, right? Yeah. It's easier for somebody to be tough online because they can't do it to that person face to face, right? And it happens so fucking often and it's weird and i don't even know how to reintroduce people to this it's like how do i let you know or how do i get you to start stop being such a bitch (laughs) (laughs) right yeah you stop being an internet tough guy yeah stop being an internet fucking know-it-all yeah how do i get you to transfer that type of knowledge and that type of uh like gusto and confidence in real life how 
It only happens when they themselves get canceled because they fuck up once. Yeah. Right. And they don't even understand that the difference between them and a celebrity is that their fucking skeletons in their closet are exposed to everybody else, but yours doesn't because you're a nobody. Yeah. No, and, and not a nobody as in like you don't matter, but as in a nobody in the social space. Yeah. Like you could say all the pious bullshit that you want and nobody gets to call you out on it because nobody knows who you are. Right. Like if a million people started digging through your shit, you know, like, what are they going to find out about you? Yeah. Too, you know? You know, I talked about this word. There was a, remember that kid who did the, uh, the Asian dress thing, you know? Yeah. That it, and this fool was saying the N word with the hard R 24 yeah. <laughs> seven. Motherfucker, that word was glued to his mouth. But he yeah. was talking about racism, the audacity of this human being. But that is a majority of people who do that. Yeah. The fucking skeletons in your closet are fucking ridiculous. You have a cemetery in there, yeah. but nobody's snooping around to find your fucking dirt. So be careful about how you point that finger at people sometimes, right? It's Yeah, it's a dangerous game because it's one strike you're out. Yeah. You know, but then, um, you know, it's like alluding to, uh, you know, baseball analogies. It's like everybody has a chance to step up to the plate, you know, but you only get one swing. You only mm -hmm. get one swing. And if you fuck this up, then, you know, you're literally out of it forever, you know? Yeah. And this, so there's this social anxiety with that too. Then people have to show up and come up and be perfect. And that's why the way people represent themselves on social media is so entirely fake Yeah, because they just can't, you know, nobody can know about the mistakes they've ever made. And who's, who's really out there doing the due diligence in terms of finding either remedies for, a lot of these terrible situations or even going out there and getting to know certain people in a community that, that you have a hard opinion about, right? Like for me, for example, uh, in terms of trans rights and stuff, I went out and I was searching for people who wanted to be on this podcast who's mm -hmm. trans because yeah. I want to know, number one, what it feels like. Yeah. What, what type of emotional turmoil they've gone through? What is that, what it feels like for them to identify as, as, as a gender that they felt that they were their whole life? I, I'm so curious about this stuff, right? And I actually went back and forth with somebody online um, about the situation. And this is just one person, right? And I'm not basing my opinion on just what one person told me. Yeah. But this person also agreed that it was wrong for her to go ahead and expose the male genitalia to these kids, yeah, right? And this is a person who's also trans. So there's uh, there's even a spectrum with, inside that community, right? Because when we watch the news and we see this person who is a representative of the trans community in LA say like, this is an act of violence towards our community. Well, there's somebody who I had a conversation with that doesn't agree with that. That's yeah. also trans, yeah, right? So it's like they put themselves in a situation to be the spokesperson, even yeah. though where there's their opinion, you know, right or wrong is only just one side of a story. Yeah, and this person, right? by the way, is uh, trans from from woman to, to male. Yeah. So, you know, having that conversation and I just asked like, what is your perspective on this? Like, uh, and they didn't agree mm -hmm. with the whole exposing male genitalia to, uh, to, to young women yeah. like that. Like, he didn't agree. Yeah, I mean, even, like I said, even as cisgender people, it's not right. But I, what we're trying to understand is how is it now okay just because now you're trans. Yeah. You know, like the same way, that's why I brought up F Fallon Fox, like the amount of people who are just like, let her f compete, let her compete, or all trans women's in, in sports, right? Like I'm, I'm on the edge of like, I don't know. I don't think they should. I don't think it's fair. Yeah. You know, like in New Zealand right now, uh, there was a power lifter who made the New Zealand women's powerlifting team. She is 41 years old. Wow. She's had 
decades of experience powerlifting as uh, a, a man. Oh, you're talking about uh, 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 this is a somebody who was in the trans, the trans yeah, community. Yeah. And now she's re- going to Tokyo representing New Zealand as a powerlifter. She's 41 years old when the average age for these powerlifters is like 21 to 24. And apparently there's this uh, Polynesian girl who was up there. It was going to be her year, you know, to do it. But then this m- much bigger, stronger transgender woman took her spot. Yeah, no shit. At 41 years old, you know? Listen, <laughs> I don't even understand the argument behind that, right? Yeah. Because now we're going into like facts and science. Mm-hmm. This person for their whole life benefit benefited from having male testosterone, which clearly better for building muscles. Yeah, bigger bone structure. Bone de- the the bone, bone structure density. and bone density is completely yeah. different. And then this person decides or maybe felt like this way their whole life. It's like, hey, I'm actually a woman. Now I want to go ahead and smash these women apart. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yo, well, cool. Remember, remember Dave Chappelle had a, had a stand up about this. He goes, cool. Well, how about fucking LeBron James says, I'm a woman today. And he goes to the WNBA and scores 782 points. Yeah. A game. <laughs> like, like, how like, is that? How is that fair to women? Yeah. How are you going? How is that supposed to work out? Like uh, Fallon Fox is was an MMA fighter. She lived 30 years of her life as a male. And training in MMA. A very lackluster male MMA fighter yeah. too, by the way. And Did, goes into the women's division and starts smashing. Literally smashing. Like hurting, injuring, putting her fists into these women's faces. And part of the story was that some of these women didn't even know that she was And they were trans. like, what the fuck? Yeah, afterwards. It's like, <laughs> how was that fair competition? Yeah. You know, and how is that even like, how is that not abuse? Yeah. Either. And nobody's, nobody who is on that side is, is, is arguing that Fallon Fox is a woman. Yeah. You're a woman, but you benefited, benefited from being a male for 30 years of your life. Yeah. And this is highly evident in Fallon Fox's male MMA career where Fallon Fox was not that good. Yeah. And even as a female MMA artist, not that good either. But the strength was the was the equalizer. Yeah. Right. Fallon Fox did lose as a female MMA fighter, mm. to somebody who was more skilled, but yeah. that was very few and far between. But that just goes to show the skill level wasn't there. So yeah, it's possible that Fallon Fox could lose. But when you look at Fallon Fox as a as a male MMA fighter, at the time when it, when she was a he, he was not that good. He right. was very mediocre. Right. But comes onto the female scene and starts wrecking these yeah. women. Serious injuries. Yeah. Like, this is like really high stakes sports too. Like it's, it just like, wow, it just didn't feel right at all. You know, it's just, it, you're, you're really hurting these people. Yeah. It's you like, know? I wonder like, if the, a fair competition would have been a transgender weight class. Yeah. That would be kind of dope. Yeah. Then that's fair competition. Then I get it. Or even like with this Olympic thing, um, this, a New Zealand powerlifter, she made it through because she was taking testosterone blockers, right? Yeah. Or like uh, whatever hormone pills that, you know, mm-hmm. allowed her to have the, um, what's it, legal amount of testosterone for a female competitor. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, there are some of these uh, black women athlete um, who were disqualified from the Olympics because they had a naturally high testosterone Mm -hmm. and and they were competing very well but they won't allow them to compete in the olympics because of that because they're telling them now they have to take these testosterone blockers even in mma they they test for test blockers yeah like if you if you have a a test blocker in you they assume that you're taking steroids yeah 
right? So it's like, what the fuck is going on what here? What are the rules now? Yeah. Now it's all blurred. It's just like in the name of equality. But how is this equal? Yeah. How is this equitable? You know, yeah. it, it doesn't make sense. And once again, this is just, this is all speculation and conversation. If somebody who is, you know, representative of this committee wants to explain this in a way that maybe that could help us understand, I'm all fucking ears for it, right? Yeah. But it's it's hard to argue for this for, for my for my for my perspective, right? Right. Yeah. Just because I've seen we we know the science. We know what it's like behind it. The the simplest way for me to see it, it would be because there's a male division and a female division, there should for a reason. be yeah, there should be a trans division then. Then yeah. that is fair, is it not? Or is the argument on the other side that segregation, that is mm. bigotry, that is It could be, more, yeah. Definitely. You know, it's just a, it's just a really, I don't even know what to think about it. Right. Because I haven't been in a position where I had to think about it. Mm -hmm. So I really don't know. And I don't, I don't think yeah, a majority we don't of people know guys, we don't, I think a majority of people don't, oh, I haven't been in this position at all. Yeah. This is still relatively new. Yeah. So if you guys, you know, can, you know, see what we're doing, we're asking questions. We're yeah. saying how we're asking why, Yeah. you know, and we want to, we were trying to figure out the answers to this, but we don't have conclusive answers yeah I, I have a gut feeling about how i feel about it now yeah. right it might change in a few years from now For sure but as of right now do i feel that um a person who identifies as a woman but still has male genitalia should be allowed to expose herself to women i don't think that's uh that shouldn't that should be discussed yeah and i don't think that's a, there's a clear general rule of saying yes and because you disagree with that, suddenly you are anti-trans. I don't think that's fair. I think that's a non-equivalency. Yeah. I don't think that's, I think those are two separate, two separate um, issues, yeah. right? Do I feel that uh, somebody who's been a male for 30 years that has benefited from having male testosterone, the bone structure, the, the muscle density should be able to go in a cage and fight uh, another woman who has been a woman her whole life? I don't think that's fair. Yeah. And I don't think it, the women who don't want to compete against uh, a woman who went through that procedure um, should be forced to fight them. And and you see people who make the argument like for them mm -hmm. are people who don't know a goddamn thing about combat sports yeah. either. But then they're gung-ho about trans rights. It's like we're on that side too. People should have equal rights. But then when it comes to an extracurricular competitive <laughs> Where somebody know, could die. Someone can die. It's like, that's another story. Yeah. I'm yeah. so curious. I mean, speaking of trans too, we're going to talk about a uh, fucking, that guy, Ollie London. Oh yeah. Those lines not blurred. Like, come on, transracial things. Transracial like is probably one of the funniest phrases I've ever heard in my <laughs> fucking life, dude. Like literally it's the funniest thing. And you know why like the whole topic of being transracial is fucking stupid is because now you are giving people that the the people who, who talked about the slippery slope argument yeah right now it's just becoming true they go it was like a joke before yeah it's like well what if i was transracial i'm like that's fucking stupid nobody thinks they're transracial rachel dolez all comes out yeah fuck this bitch she was the naacp president Dumb. in spokane washington what dude. kind of dave Chappelle sketch is this dude yeah dude Rachel Dolezal is probably one of the purest whites I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> She's as white as white gets. Did I'm you see talking her to, college photo. Dude, she looks like a puritan. Hail. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like if she wanted butter, she had to turn it in the morning. Yeah. Like that's how fucking white she is. So she came out as an advocate for this guy, Ollie London. Uh, did you want to explain who Ollie London is? So Ollie London is a transracial Korean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just said it straight up, but it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, y'all, 
how? How are we discussing this? Yeah. Right? Dude, you see this guy's TikTok? Like, okay, so this guy's had a bunch of plastic surgery to look Korean. He doesn't even fucking look, look Korean, Korean at, at all. all. So he got this eye surgery. He looks like a he looks like a 40-year-old woman in Hollywood. Yeah. He's just got that fucking duck face. Yeah. You know? And then he made this TikTok where he goes, Korean check. And he brings the camera in and points at his fucking eyes. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> the most racist fucking dude. thing you could ever do, you fucking piece of shit. Dude. Yeah. What the fuck? What is the argument with people who are transracial? They're saying that it's like, I was a born <laughs> yeah. a Korean. He goes, 안녕하세요. 쟤는? Jiminimnita. Like, oh my god, you can't even speak Korean. What the fuck is what what are these people talking like, about? Yeah, you want to be Korean, bro? Go to the fucking DMZ and serve your two years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll respect you then. You want to you know? be Korean for the next 10 years? I'm gonna have to yell at you for doing good things. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're just gonna tell you you're not enough. Yeah. For the rest of your life. And That's by the way, about. and by the way, us yelling at you and calling you stupid for being transracial. Is probably the most Korean thing yeah. that we could do to you. <laughs> that is. So you just have to take the fucking abuse. Seriously. When you come home, I, every, anytime you do something wrong, you have to go on your knees, beg for forgiveness, and the burokura for fucking uh, an hour straight. Yeah. Like you have not even lived the life of being Korean, but he's like, I've always identified as Korean for the, the last fuck? eight years. What? What? How? I bet this motherfucker can't even eat kimchi. You know? I know. <laughs> Here's the thing. The difference between, and, and that's the thing too. I'm so curious about what a trans, uh, uh, a trans person in the, in, uh, in transgendered person wants to, I want a transgendered person and a transracial person to have a conversation, yeah. right? Because the idea between somebody who is transgendered, for me, that makes sense is that since the day that they were born or they were cognizant of what their gender was, they never felt like they were in the right skin. Yeah. This motherfucker listened to HOT once. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I am as a Korean. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 the thing. If you say I've felt Korean for the last eight, eight years, years, not like from when you were born. So that, that's the thing. How do you know that you've been Korean like from when you were a child? Like you don't know that shit. Yeah. You know, so it's so fucking ridiculous. Like how, where do we even start? Where do we, without, you know, like have a serious conversation like we just had for the past however many minutes. Yeah. How do you have a serious conversation about this motherfucker? You know, it's like, no, dude, I'm, I'm literally going to, if I ever see this dude in person, I'm going to fucking bend him over and I'm going to spank him yeah. with a fucking bamboo stick. It's like how many years have you missed out? On yeah. This I was shit? like, bro, you got to pay your dues now, dude. <laughs> you a hundred percent have to pay your dues. I want you to go to the wall and then put your hands up for fucking an yeah. hour for doing something wrong. Yeah. You have to feel like, like you're never enough. You have to be a perfectionist. Like you have to have all this resentment towards yeah. your parents. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face and ask you why you're crying. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be threatened, you know, with your life. You know, you're going to say chugule. Yeah. You know, every day of your life. Yeah. Like what is to this me. shit? What kind of world do we fucking live in now, dude? Where this person absolutely believes that he is in the right and that, that everybody else is now a bigot because they won't allow him to think that he's Korean. You could think that you're Korean as much as you want, but the fact that you expect us to accept it is another fucking story. Narcissism. Yeah. Is that, and that's another thing. Like if you look at his um, social media page, he's putting up all press, bad press. You doesn't know, matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Give me attention. Attention, right? His 15 minutes will be up. Mm -hmm. And now what? Your eyes are all fucking chinky. Yeah. You know, now what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. In the shittiest fucking way possible too, you yeah. fucking shit. It was so weird looking at this thing. I was like, this, I'm, we're living in black, Netflix's Black Mirror series. Yeah. This is literally what it is. 
The fact that somebody and Rachel Dolezal is over here just defend bitch, just disappear. Like, what the fuck? Why are you chiming back in? Nobody fucking likes you. Shut the fuck up. It's amazing that she's still out there. Like, (laughs) like I, I, I thought she was gone. Did you watch the docu series about her? Uh, uh. You know, the people who suffer the most in the Rachel Dolezal conflict is her children. Oh, because her children are actually mixed race. Their father is black. Uh huh. Right, but they're getting made fun of and ridiculed every day. Did they even know their mom was white? I don't even. Oh, that's a really Did good her question. Husband know that she was actually white. Hmm. Oh shit! I didn't even wonder that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Maybe they didn't. That's what's kind of crazy and fucked up. I mean, so she was adopted right into a black family, and then she went to like Howard University or something. I well, oh shit, I can't remember. I'm not sure if she was adopted into a black family or maybe she had black relatives or yeah, something. I know she has like a a, a black stepbrother or like or, a oh yeah, foster no, something brother. like that. There yeah. you go. Yeah, 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 and yeah. He's the one that exposed her for being white. He was just yeah. like I've had enough of this shit. It's like bitch, you're fucking white. Like yeah. what are you talking about? And then she would I think she took photos of some random black man and said that that's her father. What? <laughs> Oh my god, transparent. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, what the fuck ain't your daddy? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh my god. But it's 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 the lengths they go to. Yeah. For what? For I, attention? Yeah. Oh, I, I really want to know. Like, cause if let's say if Rachel Dolezal was here, right? And, and and I would ask her a question, it's like, what is the purpose of this? Yeah. Like, you know you're white, right? Is there something wrong about that? Is there something wrong that you're fucking white? It's like my whole life. It can't be your whole life that you felt like this. Yeah. Right. Because there had to be a moment. <laughs> there had to be a moment where you were like, white ain't right. And you were like, yeah. I'm fucking black. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's crazy how many people she duped. I mean, because she became the end of, end of LACP president. Yeah. Uh, she set chapters. her goals fucking high. That's crazy. You yeah. Because that would be great if, 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 um, Let's say, I don't know, a fucking George Floyd one day when he was getting fucking murdered, he was like, I identify as white. Yeah, Treat stop me killing better. me. Stop yeah. killing me. That would be great if somebody could have done that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, there's definitely some social repercussions involved when you do shit like this, right? This guy, and here's like the, the annoying thing about the whole Ollie London guy. Who, nobody knows who the fuck you are, right? Yeah. And the reason why people know you is because of this bullshit that you're pulling. Here's the other annoying thing about it too. People f- really forget when... Asian people were just made fun of for liking Asian shit. Right. And this person gets to hop on this wave and he goes, oh. I get to be Asian now. Makes sense now in the past eight years. Like yeah. the past decade, Korean shit got really hot. Really popular. Yeah. Were you doing that fucking 20 years ago when it wasn't cool? Yeah. When Asian people were getting made fun of left and right for the food that we were eating, where it wasn't cool to fucking go to a pho place that was considered a dirty food. Yeah. I guarantee you, you weren't talking about that shit. Yeah. I guarantee you, you weren't saying, you know what? I feel like I'm Korean. You feel that way because now it's cool. You see people like fucking BTS, you know, doing McDonald's brand deals and shit. You see them, you know, charting the fucking... Uh, the our billboard 100s yeah and now it's highly how convenient in the last eight years you felt like you were korean fucking guy thinks he's gonna get a wendy's menu made out of him i know you piece of shit (laughs) go fuck yourself dude you literally are making a mockery of our culture and here's the annoying thing too right the stuff that says that makes him korean is only the commercialized stuff right it's k-pop that's not what it is to be korean and even k-pop is not even the best representation of us it's the worst this extreme fucking crazy lights and makeup and camera show yeah you know so it's like that's another thing this motherfucker hasn't lived through the resentment of how cool asian shit is when we used to be made fun of it yeah like it's hard to accept these days it is 
it's it's there's a sense of relief like in and and pride that k-pop is not k-pop well not just k-pop like k-town even is like so crazy hot and busy and there's like so many different types of people now enjoying and eating our food but there's something in the back of my head like motherfucker you know you used to make fun of your classmate for bringing that yeah. shit to school you know so I'm saying it's like he keeps saying like I'm Korean and he goes my name is Jimin like fucking a K-pop <laughs> star's name. You're clearly not Korean. Like yeah. you're you identify as a K-pop weeb. Yeah, that's what you identify with. You don't identify <laughs> with being a Korean person at all because your your view of what it is to be a Korean person is a Korean pop star. The shit that you see on TV is manufactured. Exactly. Like these motherfuckers went through the grinder to become who they are. They're they're made out of this formula, man. Yeah. And you think that's Korean? Like that's fucked up. How fucking ridiculous is that, dude? Makes absolutely no sense. I bet, so Jimin is a BTS member. I bet that's not even his real name either. It's not. <laughs> it's not his name. Yeah. None of these guys have their actual real fucking name. Yeah. Like these HOT members, Kangta, Kangta's not even his real name. Right, right. It just sounds a lot cooler. Yeah. Like what the fuck are these people thinking about, man? I think that's like the annoying thing about when people, um, they say they love Korean culture. You don't love Korean culture. You like mm. K-pop. I hate that. I fucking hate it. Like, I'm not even too particular about certain stuff. But when people say I love Korean shit, no, you don't. don't. You like the commercialized Korean garbage that you're fucking fed. You don't know shit about me. Mm -hmm. You don't know shit about my culture. You don't know shit about what it's like to get socked in the face <laughs> for yeah. no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, you don't even know it's coming. You just get a fucking knuck on the back of your head. Exactly. What did I do? You don't know what it's like to tell your dad to stick out a fist and say, punch yourself in the yeah. face. Like, <laughs> it, it, it harkens back to my ex, you know, my white ex who, who was just a really big K-pop fan. And then when she actually started dating me, was actually not into Korean culture at all. You know? Yeah. She didn't, she just liked all the meat and didn't like any of the potatoes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. And I think if people kind of could wrap their head around that, that's where it becomes offensive. Yeah. Where, there, where the argument might be, it's like, well, why can't he identify as a Korean person? Nobody's saying that he can't. You could do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You could say that you're Korean. I could tell you right now that I'm, like I said, I'm a fucking dinosaur egg. Yeah. I can say that doesn't mean that it's true. And it doesn't mean that other people have to accept it and treat you a certain way just because you want them to. Even when you're, especially when you're doing something that's highly fucking offensive to a majority of Asian people. I bet like he's going to say, I've experienced racism by these two guys. Yeah. <laughs> my own people. Yeah. <laughs> my own people. Oh my God. Shit. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. If anybody out there has thoughts on this, I, I'm curious to hear it. You might agree or disagree. I'm so curious though. Yeah. We I, don't know, man. Yeah. We don't know. I have we have questions. Questions yeah. and opinions, but yeah. I'm so curious about the, the other side of the argument to that. If you guys have uh, a thought about it, write it in the comments. If you're watching it on YouTube or if you're uh, a part of the anchor community, go, go ahead and write those comments and let's have a discussion. Uh, you can catch Ed at Ed Park VP everywhere yeah. and uh, Genius Brains on Thursdays and Sundays. And we'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace.